Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. SEN test cricket for tyre power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon tyres. Get four for three. Adam Collins, Brad Sunday race. And someday of cricket bat Australia eventually all out for 295 late in the day. Steve Smith top scoring with 71. A slow first session, a frenetic middle session, an entertaining third session. And Australia, from where they were at seven for 185, will be happy with the lead they've got. 12 runs. Classic day of test cricket for a change. Classic in the sense the run scoring was slow, the bowlers were on top, uh, and the batters had to grind out runs, at least for the first two sessions of uh, today's play. But classic also in the way this series has gone. Uh, you know, no team is able to stay ahead for too long. Uh, Australia spent all the time in the world just getting their eye in, making sure that the uh, English bowlers got the extra spell in during the first session. They just lost one wicket. Uh, then there was the collapse in the second uh, second session, but Steve Smith was batting on another planet throughout. Uh, and then it took uh, uh, those two really crucial lower out of partnerships and what, a, what an innings that was from Todd Murphy uh, to give Australia the lead and also make sure that England bowl over the 100 overs. A lot of sixes hit today. It's strange. One for 54 and 26 overs to start the day. So going at roughly two and over. Labashane was caught uh, in the corner. The Joe Root blinder. One hand behind the keeper, Bairstow. He made nine from 82. And that kind of typified the way he and Kawaja were going about it. Trying to absorb pressure under lights, cloudy skies. England bowling, to be fair, very, very well. But when it came to their chance to put the foot down, which is in all probability after lunch, they lose Kawaja straight away, leg before wicket to Broad. And then Travis Head nicks off another nice delivery from Broad. It was really gathering ahead of steam bowling from this end, the Vauxhall end. And it required them to dig in, and they weren't able to quite do that. Mitch Marsh hit a towering six into the side screen over here, chopped onto Anderson shortly thereafter. Alex Carey whacked a six over there, over deep mid-wicket, chipped a catch to cover next ball. Mitchell Stark tried to hit a six just before T hooking and got a top edge straight in the air. So five for 71 in the session with loads of work to do. It was Cummins making 36. It was a partnership of 54 with um, Smith and, and Cummins combining. It could have been a lot less than that, Baz, as we um, reflect on the moment of controversy today. The run out on 42, they took two. They took on George Elam, the son of Mark Elam, former England all-rounder, who was the sub for England in the field, in off the deep mid-wicket rope. He throws into Bairstow and the assessment of umpire men and after as many replays as he could realistically watch before time was going to run out on him, gave it not out. I don't think he had any other choice, even if, if you watch it a thousand times, you might form a different view. And that is the thing with these replays as well, right? When it comes to these really close catches or, or a, a run-out situation where it's about how much the bail is dislodged and how much it's landed back. And after, what, 45 minutes or so, uh, after the, uh, Sky had put up put a few replays together, the final summation was Besto actually, when he did, does hit the stump, didn't dislodge the bail completely, which meant that both bails were in play yeah. and when Steve Smith just about got his bat within the crease or just before he did that, Besto had 
cleanly taken the bail off, uh, which should have been out. But look, that's the thing. The uh, third umpire uh, cannot just say, give me 45 minutes and I'll figure yeah. out like, you know, a decision at the end of it. I mean, you can argue who oh, he should know the rule of out. Like he should have picked out how much the bail moved and how much it didn't move. But in the heat of the moment, uh, uh, if he thought it wasn't inconclusive, like he did, he had, could only go one way, which was not out. And uh, both Steve Smith and Stuart Broad seemed happy or okay with the decision. No, it wasn't, it isn't as big a controversy as everybody's made it out to be. It was going to be more of a controversy maybe than Stuart Broad changing the bails of Marnus Labuschagne the ball before he was caught at slip it by the final session. Um, events had overtaken that, including the three sixes over deep backwards square um, by Todd Murphy. What a what a fine little cameo that was. He finished with 34 from 39 balls, but taking on Mark Wood, the quickest bowler in the world at the moment, certainly in this series, and backing himself to get up and underneath and hit it over the top of the fielder when they had five back for the short ball. He did an eighth in line, didn't he? Uh, fifth test of the last Ashes, he took on Mark Wood, hooked him for three sixes. Todd Murphy did the same. We don't know whether Todd Murphy is going to get a chance to do an eighth in line in the second innings with the ball. He bowled pretty okay yesterday as well. Uh, so he had a good test match so far. But it came at such a crucial time. Steve Smith was looking really good. And then in one over from Chris Wokes, he thought maybe this is the time to throw the counter punch. Got away with it of the first ball. Tried another pretty wild hoik of Chris Wokes, but this time got an edge and Johnny Besser took a catch. Johnny Besser took a few catches today, didn't he? Or so it felt. He kept collecting balls here, there. He was flying. It was like an acrobatic performance from Johnny Bairstow. The one running back with the flight with Smith was an important moment important. for Bairstow. All, all the attention and focus on Bairstow, but the run out that wasn't. The next chance he got, um, that wasn't easy and he did brace himself well and took it over his right shoulder. Yeah, and at that point you felt, oh, despite Steve Smith and Pat Cummins having put, put a partnership together, that England might end up with a 50-60 run lead. Uh, but it wasn't to be. And that's where the Todd Murphy innings and the partnership he had with Pat Cummins. He looked the best with the bat he has since Edgebaston um, got them over the line and look I think the overs will come into play now it's a one inning shootout uh, the conditions are expected to be better for batting tomorrow they were expected to be good for batting today we didn't expect the amount of cloud cover that we saw today and England made the most of it they bowled beautifully I mean they could have uh, easily taken more wickets in that first session the ball kept beating bat uh, but Australia have done at least cleared one objective which is to get the fifth six seven spell into uh, uh, into the English fast bowlers we still don't know whether Moeen is going to bowl in the second innings. We know Moeen Ali is not going to bat number three, unless obviously the opening partnership bats for, I think, three or four hours, which well, might happen, but it's unlikely to happen the way Duckett and Crawley play, which means they'll have to uh, reshuffle the batting order, which could have a telling impact on how tomorrow's play goes. Yes, yeah, so Australia will go to bed tonight. Not fully satisfied, not having made the most of the better batting conditions today. However, a lead to lead, and as you described it well, a one inning shootout. Starting tomorrow on day three, I wouldn't miss a moment for tyre power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon tyres get ball for three. Adam Collins perhaps Sunday racing at the Kier Oval. Good night. Three slips behind Lava Shane. He edges and oh. it's taken a first slip. It's an absolute beauty. Joe Root one hand to his left behind the keeper Bairstow. All instinct and loads of skill as well. Lava Shane cannot believe it. Up to Kawaja again who gets the ball away off the edge past Gully for four. Comes into ball to Kawaja who's glancing at ball for four. Broad bowls and oh. largely not a pad, much closer. Broad celeb repeal, it's given. Umpire Darmasena took a moment. Broad didn't turn around, which means absolutely nothing, of course. Kawaja will still consider his options. I think he looks like he's going to review based on the body language and he makes the T sign now. Here's the projection. So it's two reds to start, hitting in line with middle and hitting the top of leg. That will not be overturned, Usman Kawaja has been dismissed leg before wicket, so confirmed by technology. Umpire Dharmasena 
raises his finger for the second time and a long innings from Kawaja brought again to the South Australian whips him down to mid on and gets him past the fielder there for four brought to him head beaten edging gone Stuart Broad wheels away out to backward point he's got two in a hurry after lunch the two southpaws Kawaja then head wickets in his last two overs Sprinting into Marsh. Bowles here using his feet. He smacks him straight back <laughs> over his head. Hits him for six. Goes back ten row. Wokes up to Marsh who Shot. thrashes him down the ground for four. Powerful straight drive. Anderson. Oh, He's bowled him. He's gone off the inside edge and knocked leg stump over. Mitchell Marsh is gone. And James Anderson makes a contribution. It's been a long and frustrating wait for England's champion bowler. But he has knocked over one of the biggest threats in Australia's batting lineup. Anderson the finish. Carey driving through the covers. Lovely way to get off the shot, off the mark rather. Does so with a boundary. Root bowls and Carey swings across the line. Out over the top of the man at mid on. He's got plenty of that. Gone all the way for six. So Carey trying to turn up the volume here. He advances to double figures. He's 10, 5 for 170. The second six of the session as well. Carey slaps the cover and he's gone! Six and out. Straight to Ben Stokes, the captain. He can't believe his luck. Joe Root, the part-time offie, has picked up England's fourth wicket of the session, and Carey will be mortified. Comes up to Stark, who plays a pull shot. It's up in the air. It could be caught here. Duckett coming around, and the simple catch is taken. And that's diabolical for Mitchell Stark. He's given it away. Didn't need to play that shot, just needed to get out of the way of the short ball. But he's given away his wicket. Cummins coming with him. They'll get through the sweeper and off the rope. Oh, throw to the keeper's end. A good one, though. That'll go upstairs. Smith was diving in. It felt like he was comfortable at the halfway mark. Had to call for the afterburners. And, well, that's going to be a really close decision for the third umpire upstairs, umpire Menon. Oh, watching again. Bale's broken. Bale's broken with the gloves. Steve Smith's going to be run out by the sub fielder. It's yet to be confirmed by the third umpire. He's clearly short of his ground, but is the off bale dislodged before? We have no idea. We can't hear umpire men and. Here we go. Steve Smith thinks he's back in. Here comes the decision on the big screen. Huge call here for umpire men and. A subjective call goes the way of Woo! Australia. Not out on the screen. What a call that is going to be. Smith just assumed he was gone. Broad bowls here and Smith drives yeah. past him for four. He smashed that. It was more a slap than a drive past Long on. It's his half century as well. Stephen Smith has taken his time to reach the milestone. 98 balls, but... An important contribution with wickets falling down the other end. Seven for 206. Steve Smith loves batting in the capital. Broad up to Cummins, who's struck on the pad. It's gone into the cordon. They're up and they're appealing. Broad, is he going for a He's catch? Well, suddenly the finger's gone up. Huh? Now, is that caught at slip or is that leg before wicket? I don't think Broad knew which one he was going for, and the umpire has just had a raffle each way. I reckon that might just be missing. I think he's hitting, mid, uh, hitting leg stump. Hitting leg Probably stump. Hitting flipping. leg stump. It's missing. missing. Oh! Cummins survives on the third umpire TRS. Goodness me. Wokes to finish the over into Smith. Cross the line, top edge, running back with the flight. He's Bairstow. Can he get to the yeah. contest? He'll have yeah. to dive. Oh, no, he won't. That's a really assured catch from Bairstow. 
Wood bowls, short. Murphy takes it on again. Out towards deep square leg, six more. That's nearly a second, Decker. That's big. Three sixes off Mark Wood. Each one bigger than the one that came before it. Five sixes in the day. Murphy has yeah. three of them. Wokes hits Murphy on the pad. Goes up in an appeal. Might have been too high. The finger goes up belatedly from Kumar Damasena. I'm sure Cummins will say to review this. He does. And Murphy turns around. Hitting in line with middle and leg. And it is an orange light on leg stump. So by a narrow margin, Kumar Damasena signs the warrant for Todd Murphy, whose fine innings comes to an end. Three men back on the leg side. That's the way that Cummins goes. Those towards long on. And he's caught on the boundary spectacularly. Ah. Ben Stokes, brilliant. Ben Stokes over the boundary, bobbles it up, T20 style, gives himself a second bite of the cherry and makes no mistake. Australia we be, will be bowled out for 295. That will be the close of play on day two as well with only five minutes left. Uh, Steve Smith, uh, well batted today. Um, another topsy-turvy day, right? You guys were ahead at the start of the day, you'd think, but then you lost wickets, but you came back into it. Uh, how did you sum up a day like that? Uh... I suppose it's been like the whole series, just ebbed and flowed, hasn't it? Um, you know, I think for us, we look at the two scorecards, they almost look identical, I think. Um, you know, we've got a 12-run lead. We probably had the better of the bowling conditions yesterday um, and the batting conditions today probably with, um, you know, what it didn't do off the wicket, I suppose. It did a bit in the air, but off the wicket, there wasn't a great deal. So, yeah, as a batting group, we're probably a little disappointed to have not you know, made, made some biggest totals um, and, and sort of built our lead. But, um, you know, we're, we're in a position, we're in front, we're up by 12 and it's a, you know, one innings game now, really. And I think um, Mark Wood, James Anderson and Chris Works were made to bowl more overs here than they had previously in the, in the series. Uh, do you take that as a, a bigger positive? I mean, even though, you know, you would have lugged more runs, obviously, at the end of the day. Yeah, I think... When you look at the game where it's at now, um, it is a positive for us that they only put 50 overs into our fellas and, um, you know, what a, what a hundred for them or thereabouts. So, you know, they spent double the time on their legs and um, bowled a few more overs. So hopefully that'll hold us in good stead for the back end of the game, um, but time will tell. Um, and just on your batting, Steve, uh, you just said uh, out there that uh, this is the, the best you've felt during this series. Uh, you made 100 here the last time you came here two months ago. Uh, just about your innings and, uh, you know, you fell to a, an aggressive shot when you were trying to get a move on. Yeah, no, I felt like I was playing nicely today. Um, I was a little bit unhappy with a couple of my movements last week. Um, I felt like I was moving too far. I was making it a, a thing that I wanted to be a little stiller at, at times in particular um, to certain bowlers and... Um, at certain stages and yeah today I felt really balanced I felt in a good place I thought I was leaving the ball nicely um, and yeah I felt good so um, yeah would have been nice to have had a few batters sort of stick around with me I, I felt like I was kind of locked in for a bit there but um, you know it wasn't to be and you know might have might have potentially hit the trigger a little bit too early but um, you know that's the game and uh, didn't work out. And just finally on Todd Murphy's innings, where did that come about here? Like hooking Mark Wood for 6 or 22 when he's bowling like proper seam? Yeah, good question. I didn't know that he was really capable <laughs> of that. So um, maybe I got out at the right time. Um, you know, mightn't have seen Murph do that if I stayed in for longer. And, you know, that, that 30 at the back end there is vital. Um, that partnership with Paddy who played well as well. So, yep, 12 in front, three days to go. Um, 
makes for an exciting rest of the test match, I think. Beautiful, Steve. Thanks. Thank you.